Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats, Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon, and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. It's show number 127. I always got to just pinch myself out and say, you know, 127 shows that I've done about hospitality, about hashtag hospitality unplugged, which that's my thing, right? So everything, why do I say that? Hashtag Hospitality Unplugged. We talk about everything, hospitality, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, I mean, it's everything. We go the whole gamut. We talk about trends. We talk about things that are going on. You know, what about, you know, marketing things? You know, what about this COVID variant and all that stuff? How does that affect travel? We talk about all that kind of stuff, right? Talk to influencers. uh, We talk to other hoteliers. Uh, we just talk about everybody or not talk about, but talk to everybody about, you know, different trends and things like that. Or just things that are going on within our industry space, if you will. So but anyway, thank you so much. Today is Tuesday, October 4th. I do appreciate you checking in with us. Show number 127. I think I said that already. I'm a marketing disruptor of, of the status quo, which means um, what does that mean? You know, this show is being a, a marketing disruptor. It's something that was outside of anything I've ever done, uh, but I knew for a fact that I needed to do something to upstart my brand, uh, to assist other brands. So I look at it like this. I'm the brand that helps other brands, right? So I'm Russell of Hotels. I'm that brand that helps hospitality brands be noticed or, you know, stay relevant or however you want to put it. So, um, so that's being a disruptor. I mean, disruptor means going against the grain, doing something you never done before. Okay. That's my interpretation or definition of what a marketing disruptor is. So that is I, so let's move forward. Um, so hope everybody's doing well today is, like I said, today is Tuesday. Um, I hope things are going well. Hope you had a good weekend. Did you watch football? I, I know I sure did. You guys know I, I'm I'm probably more into college football than I am to, in the pros. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get all whatever games they show on TV for the pros. I watch them all. But I'm into college football because today's college football stars are tomorrow's NFL, you know, superstars or whatever. So I like to see them progress from when they're freshmen to you know, when they get drafted and, and they start playing in the NFL, and I'm like, oh, I remember that guy. Yeah, that guy's dope, okay? Yeah, he, he's a real deal. You know, that kind of thing. So there you go. But anyway, hope you guys had a good weekend of watching football. I know I did. 
Um, so like I said, it's show number 127. Let's see. Industry news. See, now you guys see I have my storyboard set up. Hopefully I don't mess up today like I did <laughs> last week. But that's okay because it's my show if I mess up. You guys probably wouldn't know anyway unless I told you. So and anyway, the I'll give you the background on what that means just in case it's the first time you actually listen or watch my show. Uh, I've been updating my, uh, my uh, podcast game, right? So I went to... A, um, a platform called Ecam. So this is what we're looking at now. So it's Ecam, and it has these storyboards where basically it, it creates scenes. So within each scene, I can put in, like you see, it says industry news, and it says uh, on air with Russell Hotels above me, right? So each scene, I have to create that, and then when I hit that button, it comes to the next scene. So whatever you know, verbiage I have there, it'll just swing in. I can have it come from the left, come from the right. I can have it still staying there uh, or um, or I can have it uh, scroll, you know, like a ticker. So it's just wild, right? So I'm going to take advantage of everything I can with this darn platform. So anyway, so but last week I was having some issues because I kept forgetting things. And I'll probably forget some stuff here today too, but that's okay. But I just give you a background on it. And for the people that are listening on the podcast. I mean, you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but I am showing something you can, you can see me, you know, there's a live stream going on at the same time I'm doing the podcast. So, and, and in fact, I didn't even mention this, but we are live on YouTube right now. Once this is complete, I put it on my other platforms like LinkedIn, which is my preferred platform. So it goes on LinkedIn and then it becomes a podcast and where can you find it? You can find it anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, but if you want, I'll name a couple of uh, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Apple Podcasts. And like I said, wherever else you may be looking or listening to your favorite podcast at. So industry news. And then we'll go into the next one. Boom. OK, so in fact, oh, so you can't even see me. So let me see. That's the beauty of this. I can put these things down. Where you can see, I can see different things. Okay, so that's the heading right there, right? So for people that can't see me, um, the words came across my face. So I want to be able to make sure you can see me as well as the the, ver- the verbiage. So industry news, travelers concerned about the Delta variant. So, you know, the Delta variant is a, is a new strain of the, the COVID-19 or whatever it is, but you know, people, some people are not traveling because of that. So they're concerned about that. So 16% said they became less interested in travel. Okay. So 16% when they heard about this Delta variant said, you know what? I'm not even going to travel until this thing is over. 33% said they postponed a trip because of the, this Delta variant. And then 29% said, is that 29%, 28% said they canceled their trip because of the variant. So it's real and people, you know, they're taking it serious. So just get those out of the way. But, you know, people are taking this stuff serious and some people don't want to travel because of this whole Delta strain. I mean, I've had at least one meeting cancel that I was planning for a company. They they canceled it because of the Delta variant. So they want to postpone it and, and schedule it probably first quarter next year. But it was actually supposed to happen this month in two weeks and they canceled. So or excuse me, they postponed it. So, um, but they're going to come up with new dates. So, I mean, it's postponed to them, but to me it's been canceled. So I think you know what I'm talking about. 
But um, so, yeah, so that's what's going on. Um, let's see. What's my next one? Boom. Okay. Attention. This is D-O-S-M-S stands for Directors of Sales and Marketing. And this can be for hoteliers or hotels or DMOs, CVBs, whoever it is. And then it says Hispanic, Latino, Latinx travelers spent over $113 billion in 2019. So my question is for the uh, the DOMS or whoever's in charge of marketing for your particular organization, your travel organization, if that's a hotel, if that's a, a CVB, if that's wh- whoever it is. If you knew that um, in 2019 a group spent – $113 billion in travel business for 2019. What would you do? If you had that information available to you, what would you do? Would you like, oh, that's nice. Or would you say, hmm, maybe I need to send, maybe I need to start refocusing or focus some of my attention. I'm not going to say get rid of everything that you've been working on and say, I'm going to go after this particular business. But you should what I would do, I would definitely focus on what's going on with that particular market because you're not going to get all 113 billion. Don't get me wrong, but <clears throat> you need to get your fair share, right? So if you know that, um, where is it coming to your area? And if it is, wh- how do you get in on it? What do you need to do? Uh, a lot of things that I see that you need to do for any type of business like that, like and I and I name that as or I categorize it as Smurf business and I mentioned this last week just in case people didn't hear me. Smurf stands for social, military, educational, religious, fraternal, and then you put an e at the end and that can be ethnic. Okay, so it'd be actually Smurfy if that's if that's what you want to say, or just Smurf just with an e at the end of it. Um, so I would consider this you know ethnic or or um, yeah, ethnic business or whatever. So I would make sure, but it's, it's part of the Smurf business, right? Smurf group business is what everybody wants because when corporate is not traveling, Smurf business is always there. Okay. So this is a type of Smurf, Smurf business that you want. So who's that Smurf sales manager that, you know, that you have that I would have that person on, this uh, U.S., this Hispanic, the Latino, the Latinx traveler, I would make sure we were advertising to that particular group, okay? And that means sometimes we got to get away from the norm that we've been doing forever. We got to be, we have to diversify our marketing efforts, okay? We have to go out and look for, say, um, promotional material that looks like them, not like us, right? So, People will book or people like to book where they look or they where they're represented. OK, so if they're represent represented in, in, in promos and in advertising on your social media platforms, whatever they want to see themselves before they book. OK, I mean, that's just it. Bottom line. If I if I'm looking at to book somewhere. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for a promotional material that looks like me. Right. That represents who I look like, what I look like. You know what I mean? So that means that they're welcoming this group of people into their establishment or into their destination, their city, their restaurant, whatever the case may be. Uh, and a lot of people, a lot of marketers get caught up on, well, we've always been sending this, you know, we've always done it this way. So let's continue to do that. Well, you know, you need to change the, the narrative and 
you the directors of sales and marketing or sales leaders, uh, those are the ones that can, should be able to change the narrative, right? Or whoever's in charge of your marketing should be able to change the narrative. And I, and I, I know I said this last week as well, but it's something that I, obviously it, it, it's, um, it's important for me to say it and continue, continue to say it. So, but it, like I said, if I knew that there was a group uh, in the U.S., domestic travel, that's spending $113 billion, I would do whatever the heck I needed to do to get a piece of that business or the piece of the pie. Okay, so, um, so that's it. I'm, I'm done with that. And but make sure, um, you know, you, you need to, you know, you need to do what you got to do to get business in, because at the end of the day, sales leaders, you're responsible for the success or failure of that hotel when it comes to revenue. OK, sales and revenue comes through the sales leader. And if I knew there was groups out there that represented one hundred thirteen billion dollars, I'll be trying to get my piece of the puzzle. Excuse me, I had to take a drink of water. Uh, I'm a little parched already. Can you believe that? Um, my next, it's next. Um, well, this is <laughs> this is a question. I asked this last week, but I don't think because I I mentioned at the end of the show. Uh, you know, some people, and I know, um, people don't listen to the show in, in its entirety. They don't wait for the show to be over to listen to everything that I bring up. And I understand that people are busy. Hey, I understand. But it was a question that I asked. And it was, like I said, I asked at the end of the, the, um, the show. So now I'm asking me at, I guess kind of at the beginning of the show question is, is a hotel, a resort, um, four or five diamonds without the services. Now we know typically in, in hotels are diamonds. They're rated, you know, triple a rates them, with diamonds. They don't rate them as stars. Okay. Cause everybody say, Oh, it's a five. Is that a five-star hotel? That is a five-star hotel. Well, if you use some of the third party um, sites to book your rooms, like say Expedia, you know, hotels.com, they rank hotels with stars. They don't rank them with diamonds. Triple a, who is the official, you know, rank, they do the official ranking for hotels. Um, they have diamonds. Okay. So, that's why I said four or five diamond hotel or resorts. Those are domestic here in the, in the United States. Okay. So my question is, but because the reason why I'm asking this is, is someone had brought this up to me. I think it was Marie a couple of weeks ago. And like I said, I mentioned this last week, but everyone didn't catch it. So Marie had mentioned, you know, our hotel still four or five diamonds. Cause your typical hotels are three. You know, most hotels here, I'll just say here in LA, are probably three diamond hotels, okay? But when you start adding different services, that's when they become four or five diamonds. Like if you have room service, like you know, room service is not enough. You had to have 24-hour room service. Um, um, what about 24-hour, you have to valet. Okay, valet is not enough. You got to have 24-hour valet service, okay? So that puts you in another category. So now you're a four or five diamond. If you have a spa, Maybe that spa is, you know, open, not 24 hours, but if you have a spa, now that's going to elevate your status as well, right? So if you don't have those open because of, because you're cutting back because of COVID um, and maybe your restaurant is no longer open, uh, your room service is no longer open 24 hours, maybe it goes to 10 o'clock at night, are you still considered a four or five diamond property? That's the question. Because... 
those hotels are not charging three-star prices. They're still charging the same four or five diamond prices because that's what they had been ranked. But my question is just, just some, for clarification, just so you understand what I'm saying. If they, if the services are not available, is it still a four, a four or five diamond hotel or resort? That's the question. Like say, if you have a golf course, what if, if the golf course is closed, you know, I'm just asking. It's just a question that came up. Um, Marie, Corey, and I, she, we were having lunch, and we just chop it up over everything hospitality, just like the shows, everything hospitality. And she mentioned that. And I'm like, that's a good question. And I started taking notes. I said, that's a question I'm going to ask. I'm going to pose to the people that listen to On Air with Russell of Hotels and see what the heck they have to say about it or if they have anything to say about it at all. We'll see. So that's the question. Um Want to increase your social media engagement? Use IG Reels or do a live broadcast. Um, that's what I would do, right? So increase social media engagement. So did you guys know that there's a new algorithm with uh, Instagram? Okay, so listen to this one. Okay, so before, you know, we talked about hashtags, right? So prior to maybe, I don't know, maybe two or three weeks ago, you can still do 30 hashtags, right? That was like the minimum that they asked for. So if you wanted, you know, optimal um, uh, engagement or optimal, um, you wanted to reach a, a wide range of people, you wanted to do 30 hashtags or use 30 hashtags. It has, had to do with whatever you're posting. Your, whatever content you, you were creating, you wanted to accompany that with 30 hashtags. Okay, well, that's no longer. Okay, so about two weeks ago, it went down to they wanted only 8 to 15 hashtags. Now, I just heard last week, or I just read this last week, I think I want to say it's the beginning of last week, now it's 3 to 5 hashtags. So if you're sending things out on Instagram and it has those 30 hashtags, it will count against you. Okay, so what they're looking for now, and what I mean they, uh, Instagram is looking for more or better content. Okay, so you get a, you get, you have to create better content now. So you can't just put anything out there. It has to be something that is educational. Someone's going to learn from it. Uh, just inform great information. You know, maybe it's something about hotels that maybe they didn't know about, or this hotel is open, this hotel is closed, uh, or or uh, or new people are starting at this hotel. You know, things like that. So you have to include solid. Dope content. Dope means that's great content. Okay, just in case that went over someone's head. But um, so you want to make sure um, don't put all the hashtags in anymore because it will count against you. Because have you noticed? Like if you if you normally post, um, are you getting the same engagement that you used to get? Because I I noticed right away, and that's like, what is going on here? Because if I posted something, especially like a reels, if I didn't get close to a thousand, um people that, you know, viewed it, you know, something was wrong. Right. So, and then I read that, you know, Instagram has changed their algorithm. So you can never figure out the algorithm, but what we knew for a fact for several years is that 30 hashtags was the minimum that you, you wanted to put, you want to put somewhere around there, 30, okay, 20 to 30. And that way you would get, I guess, optimal results. It would get to even people that don't even follow you. It would, it would get to them. 
because that's what I do now. I only had, I'll say I have 1,500 people that follow me on Instagram, and some of my postings, they go into the thousands. They go between five and 10,000 to five and 10,000 views, right? So, and then maybe a couple hundred, um, what do you call it, um, comments and things like that, engagement, right? But like I said, I only had 1,500. So it had to be, to me, had to be the, either the, the hashtags that got to those people or the type of content. So now what we're learning, it is they only want solid, dope content. Okay, so if you have any questions about that, please feel free to reach out to me and, and I can clarify that a little more. But um, those are just some things that are happening with our social media. So if you wanted to increase um, your social media uh, engagement, like I said, I use IG Reels, um, which is a video accompanied with music. Okay, so and I think the music actually adds something to it the, because people if they know that you put music with your videos, they're more likely to click on it to see what kind of music you're listening to, right? So, or what kind of music is accompanied with this video. So I always make sure I do the IG Reels because I like music. I like, it's fun just to select the music that goes along with the video. That's, that, I get a kick out of that. So, um, and maybe you will too, right? If you start taking this a little bit more serious, okay? So, uh, but yeah, so if you have questions about that as well, uh, please feel free to reach out and li- do live broadcasts, just like this one. This is a live broadcast. Uh, it's not on uh, Instagram, but it's live on YouTube, right? So I can take this same content or this same video uh, and then, um, because it, it, it once it's done, it, it creates an MP4 and then I can copy and paste that on other platforms, so that's why I use YouTube because it's, you know, it's pretty dope and it's, I'm growing my following on that. And if you're interested, go to YouTube and follow or subscribe to, to me, if you wouldn't mind on air with Russell of hotels or Russell of hotels is, is my, um, my channel, Russell of hotels. So subscribe to Russell of hotels on YouTube. I would appreciate it. So um, what about if you went back to work? Can you create some content about that? So if I got a new job, right, or I'm doing something new and I wanted the world to know about it, wouldn't it be great if I can just do a quick live or something like that and said, hey, I'm Russell Edman. Um, I'm here now. I'm, I'm, I'm now the you know, director of sales and marketing at this particular hotel. And I'm walking around the property as I'm talking about it. And, you know, I'm in the patio area right now at the Sheraton Universal, blah, 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 blah. You know, that stuff People will eat that up. You're talking about getting views and engagement. Congratulations. You know, good for you. I love that hotel. That's engagement, right? That makes people want to come to that property. So just like here, I'm okay. I'm doing a live broadcast, right? I'm doing my show. And the backdrop here is the Sheraton Universal. It's their patio right outside their um, patio restaurant, right? Right on the pool level. Okay. Great space, right? So, uh, so I'm talking, uh, I'm doing my show here and I'm mentioning the Sheraton, right? Wouldn't that make you want to, I know that place. Wait a minute. That's the Sheraton Universal. Oh yeah. Isn't that next to Universal Studios? I mean, those are things that I'll just be throwing out, right? Because you want people to get engaged. You want your content, like I said, to be solid and dope. Okay. So solid and dope content gets out to people, right? You don't have to have the 30 hashtags anymore, right? You got to make sure you're doing some solid and dope content. So there you go. So those are just examples. And like I said, I'm always accessible if you have questions that you need answered, okay, about 
your social media and um, what you're doing and what you can do. Okay, or take it to another level. Uh, let's see. The power of social media, the power of content creation will get you noticed if done correctly. Um, if it wasn't, I'll tell you this. I'll be honest right here. I'm going to keep it 100. If it wasn't for social media, uh, I would not be able to get all my content out and people wouldn't know what the heck I'm doing. That's it. I mean, I get business because people know I'm on because of the social media stuff. Right. That's how I get the bulk of anything that I do is because people see me. And if they don't ask me, if they don't know what I do, they'll ask me, like, what exactly do you do? You know, and that creates a conversation and that's what you want. So if you're not getting direct business, you want to create that conversation that, hey, what do, what exactly do you do, Russell? <laughs> I see you posting these bomb videos with this dope content, but I really don't know what you do. So can you, you know, let me know, let me in on the secret here because everyone seems to know. Um, so <laughs> anyway, so that's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm saying. So just make sure um, you're doing what you can to get noticed because that's what I do. And I always mention this. Why do people, do TikTok videos or you see the new dancing. Now everyone's doing dancing to this one particular song. It's, it's been on, um, it's been on Instagram. I'm not sure if you guys listen to or watch Instagram, whatever there's like da- dancing. I don't know if they're, uh, competitions or people just doing it and it just, it just, um, spreads like wildfire. Right. So if one group of people are doing it, then everybody else is doing it too. Right. So I'm seeing everybody do this one particular dance. The song is, I, it's forget me nots. I, I mean, I know it because it's a R and B song and everybody's been doing these same dance steps to it. Some people do it differently than others. Some people add a little bit to it, but it's something that just blew up. Right. It's gone viral. Why do those people, why, why do those people do that? Because they want to be noticed, right? That's the whole thing. I've been saying this for several weeks now. People do things like dancing or whatever on TikTok, Instagram, Reels, whatever, because they want to be noticed. So with that same, you know, thinking, why don't you do the same thing for your brand? So your brand, you as a brand, me as Russell of Hotels, that really is Russell Edmond, who represents my company called Russell of Hotels. Um, I want to be noticed, right? So. I do lives, right? So I'm doing lives, doing, talking about, you know, whatever type of content I come up with, but it's, it's all hospitality related or hotel related, travel related. Uh, my experiences, other people's experience that I'll have come on the show. So that's what it's all about, right? So you want to be noticed. You never want to be forgotten. Okay. And social media is a great tool for you not to be forgotten, nor your brand. Like the the Sheraton Universal. I'm just going to use it as an example because that's where this picture is. That's where I am, right? So this is the Sheraton Universal. So uh, they want to be stay relevant, right? They want to be top of mind when people are booking something, especially like say they have this dope uh, outside patio. Everybody wants to do the social distancing thing, right? So no one wants to be in a ballroom. Well, check this out. Check out the 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 back, right? And it and it's it's not just here in this immediate area. It spreads to where the pool area, which is over to that side, right? So that's what it's all about, right? So if people can do dancing videos and 
on YouTube and all these other platforms, why can't you do something to show your hotel or show your whoever your brand is or your food if you're a foodie or or, or whatever? Man, if I was a you know a restaurateur, I'd be posting stuff day in and day out. Okay, so but that's just me. I mean, am I am I wrong? Am I missing something? I don't think so. Anyway, hey, a shout out to hold on one second. Did I let me make sure where am I? Um, shout out to Junior Tavaha. Tavaha. Sales uh, chief sales officer at Visit Anaheim. Okay, so he re well, I reached out to him the other day, right? No, he posted something. Um, he was doing like a live uh, video on, I can't remember, they opened something in Anaheim. I can't remember what it was, but it had something to do with Visit Anaheim, which is the um, CVB that he works for or DMO, Destination Marketing Organization, that he represents, right? So he represents the city of Anaheim there in their tourism department, right? So he's a chief sales officer. So he had put out this video about them talking about this new, whatever it was, I can't remember what it was, uh, but a, a new, either a restaurant or a, a meeting place. God, I can't remember. But anyway, but the thing it is, the, the thing of it is, is that they put something out so you can see it, right? They want it to be top of mind. They want Visit Anaheim that just because, I mean, we all know Disneyland, right? So it's right near Disneyland, but there's things outside of Disneyland that you may not even know about. So Junior made it a point to make sure, you know, we talked about that particular hotel. It was the hotel. That's what it was. It was a new hotel opening in Anaheim. So he made sure that he let people know in Anaheim, they have a new hotel. So open, it opened up, you know, a couple of weeks ago. It has this many rooms. It's located here. It's located there. Boom. That's what it's all about. Right. So that's what I say, create content. Right. So I appreciate what he did. And I sent him a little thank you Just said, Hey, good job, you know, um, junior. And thank you for sharing that content. And he said, hey, we need to get together and do a clubhouse room or come on my show. That's all I wanted, right? So <laughs> he fell into the trap, right? So I've been trying to get Junior on the show uh, for a little while now. And I know he's busy, so I, I know I can just call and ask him to. But it's, it's good when it happens organically, right? So I put it out there. And um, and he he said, well, he we're going to talk about it probably in the next week or so. So we're going to have Junior on the show. But like I said, I've been wanting him on the show for since I started. So um, but yeah, so um, I'm looking forward to that. But thank you so much, Junior, for what you're doing and visit Anaheim uh, specifically. I mean, they do a great job. They're the CVB or Convention and Visitors Bureau here in Southern California, and they do a great job of and making sure people know what's going on within uh, Anaheim, within Disneyland. And it's not just about Disneyland, right? Disneyland, we already know Disneyland is the most popular thing in the world, but what we don't know is that outside of the, the, the gates of the walls of Disneyland are um, restaurants, bars, uh, stores, shops, Things like that, hotels, you know, so new hotels that have come online, hotels that have been refurbished, hotels that have, that have been reflagged or rebranded, you know, those are things that we need to know. And that's what that's what CVB should do, right? They should, destinations, they should promote what's going on, what's new, what's still there, what's, 
you know, um, who's having promotions, who's doing this, who's doing that, who's gone, who's coming, whatever it is, we need to do that. So I appreciate what you did, Junior. And I don't take that stuff lightly. See, I, I check this stuff out because it's, it's important. So uh, and I want to make sure I, um, you know, give people their flowers while they're while they can smell them. So, Junior, thank you so much for posting. Appreciate it. And continue to do so. Um, let's see who's hiring. Who is hiring these days? Let me check this out. I did. I did. I think um, this thing wants to work for me. Uh, the Hyatt House, L.A. University Medical Center. That's one by uh, it's by the Medical Center, USC Medical Center. They're looking for a director of sales and marketing. That was four days ago. The Hotel Angelino. They're looking for a director of sales and marketing as well. The Conrad Los Angeles, which is won't open till until next year sometime. They're looking for a director of sales and marketing as well. The high, I'm sorry, the Hilton Los Angeles Airport at LAX. They're looking for a director of sales and marketing too. What is this? What's going on? Where what happened to all the DOSs? Where are they? Um, but anyway, uh, the who else? Uh, director of catering at Patina Catering, which is in LA. And I think that's it. I only try to show the ones or talk about the ones or mention the ones that are only like a uh, a week old. So anything over a week old, I'm not going to mention it. And then I don't know if you guys remember last week, um, I got in touch with uh, Miss Doreen Mills. She's an AGM, Assistant General Manager at the, <clears throat> excuse me, at the, um, what is it called? Oh, my God. Sinesta Hotel in El Segundo. She's looking to hire a, a bunch of people. She needs a lot of line employees. She needs housekeeping staff. They need, I think, restaurant staff. They need front office staff. So they need a lot of different, um, there is like an ongoing thing. So if, if you know someone, if you're interested, uh, working at the front desk, learning hospitality, uh, I couldn't think of a better place to start because I actually started my career at that same property. It wasn't that, not a Sonesta Mine was, it was when it was a courtyard Marriott, right? So um, same property, but just a, just a different brand. It's been re- rebranded as Sinesta Hotels because Sinesta bought a bunch of properties uh, within this L.A., greater L.A. area. So if you're interested, you know someone, call, check it out, go online, Sinesta Hotel in El Segundo, or just call and ask for Doreen Mills. Tell her Russell of Hotels sent you. So not meat eats. Hold on, I need to take another drink of water here. Oh my goodness. Oh, didn't mean to do that. Okay, um non meat non meat eats. You guys know I'm all about the non meat eats, right? I don't eat meat. Um no eggs, no dairy, no chicken, no fish, none of that stuff, right? Just plant based only. Um mushroom tofu and bok choy curry. That's what I made the other day, right? So it's different types of mushroom. I think I had cremini's and oyster mushrooms and um, tofu, sauteed that all together, threw in some bok choy, put in some coconut milk and all the curry spices you can imagine, right? But I throw in a little grand masala and this is all Indian kind of spices, right? Um, grandma masala, the curry, of course, 
Red curry, yellow curry, it doesn't matter. Whichever one you prefer. I think my I, the last one I made was red curry. It has a different little taste than the, the yellow curry, but it's it's all good. Throw a little turmeric in it as well. Season it to taste. Uh, I always throw jalapenos in mine wherever, no matter what I eat. I, there's some jalapenos in there. So if the curry and the spices aren't, aren't enough, the jalapeno will give me a little kick. Okay, so... <clears throat> excuse me. So I want to make sure I do that. So those are things that I, that's things that I cooked. I didn't go to a restaurant last week. I don't think because normally I would share a restaurant, but no, I didn't go. And now that I think about it. So I'm going to share the things that I prepared myself. And then if you wanted a quick snack, right? Like people eat peanuts, right? I love peanuts, right? But garbanzo beans. Okay. Garbanzo be canned garbanzo beans. And this is Excuse me. This is if you have an air fryer, right? I think you can probably do it in the oven as well. But if you have an air fryer, it works out great. An air fryer, you, you dump it, you drain it, drain the can of garbanzo beans because it's in water, right? You drain it as much as you can. Um, put it in the bottom of your air fryer. Turn it air fryer probably as high as it will go. I think mine goes to about 480 degrees. And let it crisp or get crunchy. And then you take them out and season them with whatever your favorite seasoning, salt and pepper or garlic pepper, garlic salt. I use Lari seasoning and a little garlic powder. Oh, my God. You're talking about snack like peanuts. They're crunchy and a cold bottle of beer, too. Oh, my God. So anyway, so I I think I, I had I made some yesterday and I ate them in about 15 minutes. Okay, They didn't even last. I come downstairs to watch the game. Right. I cook it upstairs in the kitchen, of course, but they don't, they don't even make it downstairs. I mean, I eat them before I even make it back downstairs to watch the game. So, <sighs> but anyway, oh, I'm gonna have to make some more. So, if you have garbanzo beans and an air fryer, you're good. And then, if you want to try the mushroom tofu bok choy curry, it's the bomb. It's grub. Uh, it's and it's non meat eats. Um, are we being consistent with our messaging in hotels? Are we making sure whatever the protocols we're following in our hotel, are we making sure that that's on our website? So we want to make sure that all information is correct information. So that's what that means. I did what's hiring. Uh, people always want to know what do I do? And I mentioned it a little while ago, but I'll mention it again. Uh, in a noisy digital space, I keep your brand noticed. So everyone, not everyone is posting things, especially when it comes to hotels. I don't know what it is, but anyway, um, but there's a lot of things that there's a lot of noise, a lot of digital noise out there anyway. Right. So there's specific things that you can do to to get noticed. Right. And that's like doing reels. That's like, you know, making sure your content is dope. Like I said, why well, I help people do that? I help hotels. I'm the brand that helps the brands, the hospitality brands stay noticed or stay relevant. You don't have to do TikTok videos. You don't have to be out there dancing unless that's what you want to do. But there's things that you can be doing like this. I mean, you can be on this radio show. I'm talking about the Sheraton Universal. And where am I? I'm at the Sheraton Universal, right? So that's the backdrop here as the Sheraton Universal's um, patio, right? And outdoor space is at a premium these days because people don't want to be cooped inside. They want outside events. Perfect place to have an outside event. So Southern California, sunny as heck today. Let me look out there. Yeah, still sunny. So um, so I'm just saying, um, in a noisy digital space, I keep your brand noticed. So that's one thing that I do. The next thing that I do, boom. 
hotel site selection. So I assist companies and organizations with finding the proper hotel for their particular group. Ten rooms or more is considered a group, right? So my job is to source out um, RFPs, requests for proposals on behalf of a company or organization, and they give me the information back, meaning the hotels give me the information. I compile that and give it to my clients. It's up to the client to make the decision, but the client nine out of ten times always asks, well, which hotel do you think and why do you think uh, we would choose that? We should choose that hotel. And I give them the good, the bad, the ugly about the hotel. Um, hopefully it's more good than ugly, right? But, you know, there's some things you got to, you know, kind of get around some of the stuff that you see. But and notice that, OK, well, that's just some that's just a one time thing. Right. But but anyway, uh, but that's my job to to show the client this hotel is maybe perfect for that particular event or at least it should be in contention for their next event. So that's called hotel site selection. Some people call it meeting planning. I'm not a meeting planner. I'm a hotel selection expert. That's what I do. Okay. Uh, And then, of course, I am a show host, right? In fact, this show is one of the top 25 international hotel podcasts. That's international. That means uh, worldwide, right? In the world, right? That's what that means. So I think um, number 17 out of the 25 hotel podcasts that you must watch in 2021. So very happy for that. And, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, Contact me. If you ever want to contact me, please do so. Email is the best way. Russell at RussellofHotels.com. I'm on every social media platform as well at Russell of Hotels for the most part. LinkedIn, IG, uh, Facebook, um, Twitter, YouTube, um, most of that stuff at uh, Russell of Hotels. But if not, Russell L. Edmond is my name. E-D-M-O-N-D is my last name. And I have a website, which is RussellofHotels.com. So if you're looking for questions you need answered, um, you want to talk about, you know, sponsorship or promotion of your hotel, just like the Sheraton right here behind me. I mean, feel free to um, give me an email, send me an email, shoot me an email, and we can go from there. Um, let's see, branding, digital market. Okay, I already talked about that. I don't need to talk about that again. I mentioned why do people do TikTok videos because they want to be noticed, just like you as a brand, representing a brand, want to be noticed as well. Um, I always ask these four questions, and these questions are for you. You can ask them at your leisure. I mean, you can answer them at your leisure. You don't have to. You don't have to share your answers if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, what is your brand doing to stay relevant? I keep asking that, right? What is your brand doing to stay relevant? Number two, are you marketing differently or the same as before COVID? If you are, you need to change it up. Um, number three, how are you connecting with your past and current clients or customers? Are you staying engaged? How are you staying engaged with them? And number four, what has this situation taught you? This whole COVID thing, what has this situation taught you? It's taught me that I, I need to do more of the following. I need to, I need to do I need to do more social media presence like like I'm doing now. I needed to do more lives. I needed to up my podcast game. I need to make sure that people see me uh, on a more on a regular basis. So I do the podcast once a week, but I also do lives to supplement the podcast because if once a week is not enough, right? So I do 
I try to post at least two things a day in addition to the podcast. And I want to do at least two lives a week as well. So, I mean, that's just me. Um, some people may think, oh, that's a lot. No, actually, it's not. Actually, it's not. I, I probably need to do more. But for me right now, that's what I'm capable of doing. Remember, marketing is never about you. It kills me when people say, oh, well, this is what I want for the marketing. You know, well, have you done any marketing research to see if that's the right thing to do? They, and it's always a gut feeling. Well, and my gut tells me this. Well, what are your clients? What are your clients saying or your potential clients? It's not about you. It's not about the marketer. It's about who that person is marketing to. OK, always remember that. Right. So me as a director of sales and marketing, um, it's not about me. I need to do my research and see who exactly wants to stay at this hotel, why they want to stay here. What's preventing them from staying here. Right. Those are things that you have to ask uh, or find out through your research or however you're finding your clients. You need to find that out before you start doing marketing, because, like I said, it's never about you. So once again, marketing is never about you. It begins with your audience and what they want. Once you know what your audience wants, connect them with your product or service in a way they want to receive it. Boom. And what's a hotel brand advocate? A hotel brand advocate is a guest or employee of a business who proactively shares information about your hotel to their networks via social media, word of mouth, email, or through content without any incentive other than their love for your brand. So we need more of those people, right? We need the, the guest that stays at your hotel. Um, you haven't even asked, you don't even know why he stays there, but you just know he or she is there all the time. Why are they there? Wouldn't they, would they want to do a testimonial about why they love your property or your brand? I would ask them. There's no rules or law that says we can't approach people and ask them, say, hey, would you be willing to, you know, talk about your property or talk about this, why you like this property? They may even be willing to do a live with you. I think that would be so dope to have guests do lives. Like the reason why I stay here is because of this. But my, 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 um, um, the people at the front desk are great. I, I only come here because Joe at the front desk is great. You know, he always knows the room that I want, you know, because that's what hospitality is, is how, how, um, the employees or the associates associates make you feel right. That's what hospitality is. It's not that people say it's service. Oh, they have great service. Well, what does that mean? What, what does that even mean? Great service. Let's break that down. Is it how you're made to feel? Well, who gave you that, that feeling? Is it the hotel itself or is it an individual person? It has to be an individual person that offers hospitality because hotels cannot be hospitable on their own. Right. You have to interact with people for them to be hospitable. Okay. So there's, it's a feeling, you don't just get the feeling. The hotel's not giving you that feeling unless it gives you a warm feeling when you walk in the door, but that's not hospitality. Hospitality comes from a connection that you have with someone at that property. Okay. I'll be breaking stuff down for you. Okay. That's what Russell of hotels does. He breaks down the definition of what hospitality should mean or it does mean. Uh, <laughs> so that's what a hotel brand advocate is. I would, we need more of those people and we need to find them. So we're coming at the end of the show. In fact, I'm a little over, but that's okay. Um, I always end it with these Russell of hotels, four P's. Number one is purpose. 
Know why you do what you do. What's the purpose of what you're doing? What's the purpose of this show? For me to stay relevant, right? Uh, for me to be noticed. That's the purpose of the show, okay? Uh, and to talk about good content and good, um, um, you know, trends within the hospitality industry. That's what the show is for. And to bring hospitality professionals on to, to give their stories. Number two, people. Be, if you're in the people, meaning you're a leader of people, be inclusive. Include everybody. You have to, if you're a leader, a good leader, you have to be inclusive. Three is passion. Either you have it or you don't. Either, either I have a passion for doing this show or I don't. I think I got it. What do you think? Number four, perseverance. Be consistent. Continue to evolve. Don't give up and swerve when you need to. You know, we don't pivot on, on air with Russell Hotels. We swerve, okay? And if you're a leader, lead by example. And like I said, be more inclusive with your team. Um, use your time to develop yourself. Separate, se- excuse me, man. Use time to develop yourself. Separate yourself from the pack. Learn something new. Invest in yourself and always, always stay relevant. Focus on what you can control. The other crap, the hell with it. Your brand is your culture. Stay positive. Leadership dictates where your company will go. So be a good and consistent leader. Now, um, I don't know. I'm sure. Why can I speak at the end of this show? I'm not sure if you guys know, but I, I do this little quick little 20, 30 minute live. It's called, did hospitality choose you or did you choose hospitality? So it's a quick little live that I do with hospitality professionals. Um, and anyone can get on the show and do it. Okay. I'm asking if you're interested in doing that, just reach out to me, Russell at RussellFHotels.com or go to my website and get my phone number. You can call me. And these things are not scheduled. They can be whenever you want them to be. Uh, whenever we both have time, they're quick little lives. I do them on Instagram. We just talk about, you know, you and how you got in this industry, you know, because a lot of people got into it by accident. Some people actually plan to be, you know, a hotelier or whatever. Uh, but a lot of people got in by accident. They said, you know, oh, this seems kind of cool. And then the next thing you know, they have a career, right? They, they got promoted and they ended up, they start off at a, as a, as a pool guy at the pool, you know, handing out towels. And next thing you know, they're the general manager, you know, some years later. So everyone has a story, right? You get to talk about your brand, you get to talk about all that stuff. And it's about exposure. It's about, um, what did I say? I even said this. It's, it's about you. It's about your brand. It's about hospitality. That's what it's all about. So please, um, like I said, if you're interested, uh, all you got to do is reach out to me, Russell, at RussellofHotels.com, and we'll get you on the show, get you on the live. Or if you want to do the show, you can come on the show as well. The show is every Tuesday at 1 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. So once again, thank you guys so much for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. I do appreciate it. I do not take it lightly that you guys come on uh, and listen to me and support me. So you guys have a great day, great week. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell Hotels. Peace. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.